Well, we're we're doing a show. Yep, it's a show. Um, okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Now we're doing a show. <laughs> Show's on. <Yeah>. It's a show. <laughs> okay. Well, then I must be John Moles. Well, in that case, I'm fairly certain I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Frozen right now. Not Frozen Two. Not Frozen One. Straight, straight up Frozen. It's really cold in Utah. Welcome to Turning This Car. Not ready for what is the price. temperature in Utah? Right now, cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's down to the 30s here right now. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, it's, it's a little it's chilly here as well. We call it Utah and not like Weetah. Like that feels like that would be more woke. Well, more. here's hmm. the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, actually, Lex, uh, yeah. it's more woke to refer to Utah as Utah because that is what the Native Americans called it. The Ute tribe called it Utah. <clears throat> to what? Did you say Utes? Thank you. That is my Mike Cousin video reference for the day. Yeah, um, I got that. Really awesome. <laughs> Super woke. Great Lex. I didn't get it until you said that, and then I, now I remember. 30 degrees. Feels like 25 in Salt Lake City. Did I, did I tell you guys about Liam doing advanced rock shop? No, you did not. I don't think so. Well, I like telling you about it because... Um, you know, uh, Liam is in Rock Shop at all because of this podcast. We were talking about it on the show, about his love of music and how he wants to play in a band. And you guys were like, you should look at School of Rock. And we ended up doing this other thing instead, but it's the same concept. But uh, the instructor over there, after Liam's done a couple sessions, um, a couple like courses of being in rock bands there, uh, was like, I'm going to do an advanced rock shop and I want Liam to audition. Uh, he's going to get in, but I want him to audition. So Liam auditioned and he got nice and nervous for it, which I wanted. Um, and he's like... <laughs> Uh, James, the instructor, is like, and, and Liam's is 10 or 11, right? And we're like, no, no, he's eight. And he's like, oh, so that's good. But so Liam's in this uh, advanced <laughs> rock shop now, and he's got a giant set of songs that he's doing. They're going to do multiple shows. He's got one, two, three, four. He's got like seven songs that they're going to learn, like Smoke on the Water and Hard to Handle and Everybody Wants to Rule the World, like, like real songs. Wow. And I'm telling you all this in part to brag, but in part because some of it makes me really sad because... Uh, they also said that for the first time, uh, parents are no longer going to be allowed to attend rock shop rehearsals. And I'm not a stage parent. I'm just there because I like to watch him. And then I talk to him when he's not doing his things or whatever. And I'm like, it's just going to be drop off. And I thought of it as like my weekly bonding with Liam. And now it's gone. It's mm -hmm. gone. So Stolen I'm that from you. you. Well, Bummer. I understand that though. No, I get it. I get it. This, um, the kids who do theater, same thing. It's drop off only. You can sit outside and wait, but you cannot watch the rehearsal. You're not allowed in the rehearsal room. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there was some pushy parent that started saying stuff and they're like, okay, right. Nah, we're done. Yeah. We just got to ban them all. Yep. Easy. Ban all time. parents. And I get it. I get it, guys. I don't want to like change the subject from awesome rock and awesome Liam, but I drove. Oh, I, 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 I'm alive. I drove <laughs> with my 16 year old today. Well, she's not 16, she's 15, but she oh, drove. God the car uh outside of a parking lot situation now te wow. technically she has a learner's <laughs> still, permit the thought so of this still freaks me out it's freaky trust me it's it's fucking scary let's just be honest and, and we are we're staring down that barrel tim yeah so you 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 know 
we did some parking lot work. We did some parking forward, backwards. I, I kept telling her, oh, you just crashed three cars because you went across the lines. You turned too soon. Like, you know, and I was teasing her, but she's, she's so <laughs> nervous. And I'm having like flashbacks to when she was learning piano and how it was like, you're going to have to practice. Like, you're not just going to sit down and be awesome. You have to practice. And anyway, um, she did really well, I have to say, including some t- kind of scary moments where she didn't, I didn't realize this, you know, school's been in session for a month, but she's oh, actually for her a month and a half and she's in driver's ed, but they, they didn't explain the turn lane. So there's three lanes, you know, the middle lane is the turn lane. And she was like, but it's got a yellow line and it's solid. How am I supposed to, I don't know. I'm like, okay, just keep going and we'll turn left at the next one. Just, you got to get in the middle to do the turn. She was like, <laughs> you know, she's all panicking. I'm like, relax. It's fine. That's what it's for. It's a turn lane. And um, so we get around the corner and she does it. And th- that, that was a left turn, by the way. And she, in like a busy street too. And she did great. Like, I'm kind of amazed that I, I even had the kind of, you know, that I let her do it. But it was sort of like, she's got to practice. She has to practice on the road. Because yeah. her first driving session with, with her class isn't for another couple of weeks. And that's probably going to be winter time. And that's nuts. So, you know, we're driving. So guys. your your thought is your thought is get practice time in before the driving class. Well, she has to sign up for driving sessions. And then it's a yeah. group thing and you're waiting and some people are going to be weird. And, you know, it's just it's, right. it's good. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. just I'm asking your opinion because we're, you know, we were thinking of like getting him driving lessons for his birthday or for Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm just thinking maybe we need to like, if he's going to take those lessons, then maybe we need to start working with him before that. So how I started was backing cars in and out of driveways. And my dad would kind of, Oh monitor, yeah. Yeah. I think that's right? how I started too. And, and it was like, you know, we had, my mom had a business, we had a, a bunch of vehicles we used and those vehicles could be in any order. And there was like, you know, a lot of, tactics around where the cars were in the driveway so i had to like get those positions so i learned how to use my mirrors to back up and pull in and like and also that you know when you turn the wheel next to a curb uh and you try to go backwards you're going to smack a tree maybe um and dent Mm -hmm. the car but it was like a 1970 whatever you know junker station wagon so it didn't hurt the car you know just bent some metal scraped the paint a little bit it was fine it's fine it's fine everyone was fine but i learned my lesson that cars have physics and weight and bro, uh, you got to be careful. Anyway, it was like, I had a total flashback to that, but Lita did great. <laughs> like she was awesome. And it was really emotional for her. Like, like she was like, I am going to die driving the car. I'm like, no, you're not like, you're not going to die. You can't think like that. Get, you cannot think like that. Anyway, <laughs> major, major parenting kind of milestone there. Um, yeah, that's amazing. That's that is big. So yeah, I mean, I and I, I, you know, will be there sometime in the next few months, I guess. So do they not do drivers? And I'm, I am, it I does am feel terrifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the idea. I, I feel it terrified. Is, <laughs> it, it is, and it and it's like you think about your kid, and the thing is, is it's the city driving. It's not what freaks me out. It's the freeway driving. That's okay. Sixteen mm-hmm. year old, go sixty, go. And in Utah, go 70. Yeah, the um, I remember so vividly when I was learning to drive. In Pennsylvania, you could get your learner's permit at 15 and a half. I don't know if that's still the case, but that's how it was then. And, uh, you know, my parents, 
you know, had a driving instructor who would meet me and he had one of those cars where he could also brake. But then eventually he wanted to drive in your car, like you to drive whatever car would be the one you were driving the most. Um, but then on the weekends, my parents would want to drive with me to see how things were going to offer coaching. And my dad oh, would say yeah. things that were contradictory to what my yes. driving lessons said at <laughs> yeah. school and with the driving yes. And I would get so mad. And he's like, well, no, you're you're already really good. And he, my parents were both convinced that because I played a lot of video games, including driving video games, that's why I took to driving quickly. Um, mm. But uh, but they um, uh, they could be right. I don't know. But so uh, my dad was constantly offering advice that I just hated. He's like, well, you don't stop at the white line at the stop sign. Like, no, you can't see there. Like, just go ahead. And I'm like, no, I have to stop at the white line and then go ahead. Like, that's the fucking law, bro. Uh, and I hated driving with him so much. So much. Uh, and that's that is my memory of learning to drive. Is like my dad being like, Well, I'm trying to teach you advanced techniques now. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want these advanced techniques. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember my dad teaching me much of anything in the way of driving. And he's a bit of a Mr. Magoo driver. Uh he and he can be like, I don't when we're with them, like my mom needs to drive or I need to drive or somebody else needs to drive. I will. I, I don't think I want to be in the car with him anymore. <laughs> Even, like, I don't think he should be driving. I, and I don't, it's not because he's old. It's because he's been like this for quite some time. Yeah. It's just like, he's yes. not, he's thinking about other things and he's not really paying attention to what's going on on the road. And it's just mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, we need to get out of this situation as fast as possible. Have you been in a long journey with him where you're like, get out of the car, I'm driving? Not for, no, no, I mean, I don't think I have not gone on a long journey with him in a car for, uh, you know, decades. So, so it's not, it's not been a problem, but, but, but even then were you like, he's not going fast enough. He's not paying attention. He's like all over the place. I don't remember noticing it back then. Like, yeah, I just remember like, you know, when I moved out of the house and, you know, had my own life, then going back and being with them and like getting in the car and driving with him and suddenly realizing how he drove. (laughs) One of the things that um, I realized is that driving is like a multitasking thing, right? You're doing 70 things at once. You're checking your mirrors, you're watching yeah. your speed, you're signaling, you know, you're, and, and you're watching for pedestrians. Like it's, it's this like, um, crazy, uh, the world is constantly changing that you're, you know, you're driving whatever and uh, at your speed, things are changing all the time. And Lita was really freaked out when she realized that's what driving is. And I said, what happens is, is your body learns, you have muscle memory and you learn kind of how the car works. But I was watching her do like... She does um, British style steering, which is um, push pull, not hand over hand. And um, we got to work on that. <sighs> That's like grandma steering. Oh, I didn't know that was a British thing, but yeah, that is. You do want to fix that. I remember, yeah. like, you That's get in the car for the first time. You've never driven a. You've, you've never driven a real car, and they're like, "All right." My my driving instructor. One thing that I did not learn and still can't do is that he wanted your left foot in an automatic car to be on a little foot rest that's at the far front left edge. Yes. Um, Cause he's like, I don't want it anywhere near the brake and I, my foot doesn't rest there. It rests elsewhere. Um, I think it's a height thing, but um, you know, I, my dad Where does like, it right, rest. So get your Lex, where does it rest? Like, <laughs> we'll get there. But my dad, um, when I got in, he's on like, the passenger okay, so get side. your left foot near the brake. 
Get your left foot near the brake and your right foot near the gas. I'm like, wait, why? And he's like, well, you have one foot for each. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, driver's ed and driving instructor both like it's one foot to drive. He's like, well, I use two feet and I'm an excellent driver. And I'm like, nope, you're not supposed to do that. Everybody says don't do that. You got to use one foot, one yeah, foot. You're like, and he, he had driven with two feet his whole life. And I only learned like within the last year or so that he's like, oh, no, I stopped doing that a while ago. But like it was well after I had learned to drive. So when I was in my <laughs> 20s, my guess is he eventually decided to start driving. Just, one so that's just one in enough time to give you the wrong advice. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the other th- I remember he they loved to have me do highway driving. And my mom doesn't really do highway driving. So if there were ever times when we had to drive a distance and my dad wasn't available once I had my license, I was the driver because my mom just hates driving. And. Uh, so, you know, my dad also wanted to give you freeway driving lessons. And I remember there was some time, I think we were driving to look at colleges and I was changing lanes. And so I checked my mirrors and I looked over my shoulder as I was doing the change. And he's like, you can't, you can't look behind you. You can't look over your shoulder. That's, that's just wrong. And I'm like, oh, that's how I was taught. And he's like, nope, you can't look over your shoulder. I'm like, okay, I'll take what? that. I, I didn't realize I oh was going to do that. Oh, then, no. then it's a few weeks later mm-hmm. and he's driving. He's like, Lex, I owe you an apology. And if you knew how rare those words were coming from my dad's mouth to me but it's like i owe you an apology i'm like really and he's like yes well i i was changing lanes the other day and i realized oh of course you check over your shoulder it just looked odd when i saw you doing it but yes it is a thing you do oh my god mentally tried to train myself not to do it um for a few days but no i'm I'm good i'm a i'm I'm really an excellent driver i do check my things but yeah um i also the thing that cracks me up is if you ever have an issue with your rear view mirror or if you've got stuff in your trunk where you can't see out the rear view mirror that is where you learn just how often or not i guess that you look at the rearview mirror because like mm-hmm. if, when we took the kids to camp i couldn't see out the back and the number of times i checked the mirror just like cracked me up i put on the rearview camera in my car instead but it was like still really funny to me just how often you <laughs> keep going back to that muzzle memory did you also turn on the robot butler in your car <laughs> <laughs> it did a lot of the driving i'm not gonna lie it did a lot of <laughs> but still <laughs> That's the thing. Like, now it picks you up in parking lots. It's like you, you, when I walk from the bus stop uh, to the bus parking lot, uh, when I get close, I can push the button that tells my car to come to me. And there's two things that are awesome about it. One is that your car fucking comes to you, which is already blowing your mind. But the second is if there's somebody near me who's also going to the parking lot and they realize that an empty car is driving or that it's driving to me, I've had somebody comment on it every day since I started using that feature. And like, wait, did that car just drive? You're like, yes, yes, it did. <laughs> Welcome to our robot feature. It's just as fun as the actual feature. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I said to Lita, you're going to, you need to get off your phone when you're riding in cars now and you have to watch people drive and watch what they do. And you're going to watch people make mistakes. You're going to watch me make mistakes that are going to be counter to things you're being told in school. And that's fine. And if you want to bring it up, you can. That's fine. You can tell me I'm doing it wrong. But, you know, you, once you start to watch people drive, you'll see just how much goes into it and you'll start to see, okay, they're doing this now. That was good. Or that stop was jerky or whatever. And once you start paying attention, it helps you when you get behind the wheel and, and to get into a mode, the driving mode. And she was kind of like, Oh, I just, uh, she was a little overwhelmed. I think it was a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I think she was amazed, but the the best part about it. And this, this is the part that's probably the scariest part was that, so I was taking both girls to piano lessons and I said to Lita, if you're ready to go, come with me and Marlo. And then while Marlo's at her lesson, we can drive. So that's what we did. And we got, and I, so I drove us and I was going to drop Marlo off, but we were like 10 minutes early. So we found a parking lot and Lita did some driving and Marlo is not, I mean, she backseat drives with me, right? She's like, dad, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm like, I'm driving the car. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. 
you, you know, like she's pushing already. And so like her, her puberty is going to be awful guys. I'm just, I'm terrified. Anyway. Um, so Marlo's giving commentary from the back seat while Lita's doing all this driving. I'm like, okay, Lita, let's take Marlo to her lesson. And Marlo is just, it was so funny. And it, it was like literally two blocks and the street at the time was not busy. It was, it was awesome. But Lita does this thing where she's getting ready to turn a direction and she kind of, the car kind of veers a little bit the other way. And it's a pet peeve of mine that people do that. And it's like, you're turning left. Don't take up all the room. Like if you're turning right, don't take, don't move to the left. You got to like, and so I'm trying to talk, you know, I'm trying to not tell her this, but also tell her this in a way that's not pointed. Is he breaking up for you? Um, and also, this by the must way, be me. this whole exercise. So we, anyway, we get Marlo safely to the piano lessons, but what happens was she has to do a three point turn into a driveway to turn around because the, the street's not quite big mm -hmm. enough to do a U-turn. And Lita's still learning about the car physics. And so she the car won't like she pulls it into the driveway she sticks it in reverse and we wait for traffic and then she backs it out and then it kind of gets the wheels were perfectly situated so that they got kind of stuck in the um, gutter and the the sidewalk they were like it was like just resting there like you had it wouldn't just roll you know with the idling you, you had to give it a little gas so yep. she like she doesn't floor it but she stomps on it pretty good. <laughs> and there's like cars, like there's stuff all around. I'm like, oh, stop, 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 stop. You know, like freaking out. And she did it and, and it was like, okay, 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 okay. Deep breath. It's going to be okay. It was really like Marla was freaking. It was, it was awesome. It was a great moment. It's uh, hopefully a moment that will be retold in years to come. But it was very <laughs> scary because then you're realizing, okay, it's a rental um there's a like 14 vehicles right here that are all worth X dollars. Like I'm doing all the like <laughs> the spreadsheets like starting to add up. How you am I did it with this? a rental. Yeah, yeah. That's that's okay. very impressive. Uh, uh, hopefully, yeah, the but, rental car yeah. company not listening to the show unless you exactly. Right now. They're not sponsors <laughs> right now, so they don't listen. 19 years from now. Uh, yeah, I rented the, the car from the thing from Smudget. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm not at all, and I'm I'm assuming that it, most parents are really the same way at the end of it when it really comes down to it. I'm not worried about like property damage to the car. I'm worried about like damage to the lives of me and my kids. Of course, <laughs> of sure. Course, but I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. I, my sister. Although, although I am, I am revealed that re relieved that uh, I have a, a manual shift car, so he's definitely going to be learning on Karen's first. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's nice. I just remember how many times my sister crashed. My oldest sister just crashed into everything so many times. Never at high speeds, but she crashed into everything. I remember one time we went to the gas station uh, and she was driving me or picking me up from baseball practice and she had to stop for gas. And you know, they got those big metal stanchions so that you don't crash into the gas pumps. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> They're like upside down U's sort of. She, yep. she bumps into that one and it makes a real loud noise. And I go... Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking at us and she's like, it's probably fine. They're looking because it made a noise. Uh, it was whatever the opposite of fine was, was what it was. Like that side of the car didn't even resemble a car anymore. It resembled a dead animal or something. It was horrible. And uh, she parked it. She, she went around. We, we lived on a cul-de-sac and she, she went around the cul-de-sac so she could park facing the opposite direction to hide that side from my sure. parents so that she could figure out how to tell them. Because sure. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the first time and it wasn't the last time. 
I tell you these stories to reassure you, John. It won't be that bad for you. It'll be better for you. Okay, sure. I have five siblings, guys. So I've had the, we had, growing up, we had two station wagons. Well, we had had more than two. We had several station wagons. But one of the station wagons was when the, my oldest sisters were learning how to drive. And my mom and the two sisters all had corners of the car where they had hit something or scraped it or whatever. The next station wagon there was some time that passed, actually a lot of time. And then we had another station wagon. And, you know, my dad did a scrape on one side and I, I backed the car up over a curb and smacked a tree. So that was so that was yeah. our car that we tagged. You know, it was like the, the bro car. And then the other car was the, the lady's car. My younger <laughs> sister was driving um, a car and I'm trying to remember if it was the rabbit or if it was... We had two kind of cars at the time. There was a 72 Buick LeSabre, which is the best car ever that I ever owned. And the uh, 19, whatever it was, Rabbit. And she got hit. I think it was in the, it was in the green car. So it was the LeSabre. That thing was a tank. And she probably wouldn't have lived if she was in the Rabbit. She would have died. Yeah, that's so. the thing. See, yeah, see, I, I don't remember my brothers getting into accidents, but I definitely did. <laughs> I didn't get into accidents with other cars. <laughs> I just got into accidents by myself and, uh, and ha- driving, you know, driving a Chevy Malibu classic wagon was probably, Fantastic. I mean, I think saved my life at, at least more than once. Does that have the bubble back windows, like the bull B kind of, was that an old one? No, it didn't have, no, it didn't have that. It was before the, the those things were even, uh, popular. I'll, I'll put a, I think we've, I think we've linked to them before, but, um, I can put a link in the show notes. Um, Malibu wagon. Chevy Malibu Classic. Silver with red interior. That is awesome. That was a uh, that was a big car. And uh and I owe that I owe my life to that car. Yeah, who so. doesn't? It's <laughs> a great ride. Did it have wood paneling? John, I can't remember. Wood no, paneling? no, no. No, post wood paneling. We did have a we did have a wood paneled car though at one point. Like or I think in the during the sixties. Um, and maybe into the seventies. And then I think we got a, we got a, we got a Volvo wagon, which was a complete lemon for some reason. Um, mm-hmm. we didn't have that very nice. long. And then we got the, the Chevy. I got something I just shared with you guys. I think it's something we want to think about as a project for the show. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think this is what I'm seeing, John. What do you guys think about It that? looks, yeah, it look the body is exactly like that. Um, the, the wheels, obviously were not, but although, although if I had wheels like that, one of the accidents wouldn't happen because I was with some friends. We had gone to the, um, so I turned 16 before most of my friends. And so, uh, I was, you, you know, driving, I yeah. was extremely popular because I was, I could drive everybody everywhere. But, um, so we went to the, we went to the video arcade and it was in the next town over. So we drove up to this other town and we go to the video arcade and have a good time and we're driving back and I'm dropping, going to drop off the first person and they had put in a median. So I was turn, turning left, and the road that I was turning onto, they had put in a median um, that had not existed before, and they had not yet painted the orange around the... Um, so it was night. And I, I mean, I, I don't consider this my fault. So I turned left, and I just, like, ran I right up onto this... I 97 excuses you always share. <laughs> <laughs> I ran right up onto the median. Um, and the only way to get off was just to keep going. <laughs> I was right, like, right. okay, <laughs> just got to keep going. And I completely destroyed the A-frame on the car. Uh, but 
you know, wow. it was it was okay, and we got you know we my parents got fixed. They didn't seem that mad about, about that one. What <laughs> the I one later, the one later was completely my fault. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that one. <laughs> Where I get jealous of my kids is like um, the you know they'll drive in a GPS era, and Liam like has a great sense of direction. Ani and Sierra really do not, and they're like proud of it. I have a terrible sense of direction, and I'm not at all proud of it. But I remember like the first thing I did when I had my license, and it was like a full on I could drive without a grown up in the car uh, if it was before midnight. I was going to drive to the movie theater to buy tickets early because we thought the movie was going to be popular, whatever it was. I'm sure it didn't even matter. It was just like I'm going to drive, and the movie theater was fairly new. And I had to review the directions before I went. And I realized, like you were talking about, like, I didn't even have a phone. I just wasn't paying attention when we were driving. But I get to a part of the drive. And this, used, this happened for me for like six months when I first started coming to New York City all the time, where I, suddenly I just don't recognize anything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if this is still right. I don't know anything that I'm looking at. Not one thing here is familiar. It was just because it was like a new part of town that they had developed. And like I had to drive two more minutes straight. And then there's the movie theater. But it was like two minutes of... If this is wrong, how will I ever get home again? Like, what will happen? And that was, this was my ongoing stress for my early years of driving solo when there wasn't, when there wasn't GPS. Like, I was constantly, if I wasn't going to one of the 12 places I knew how to go, I was constantly terrified of being lost. And I would like be in the car, like sobbing while driving, terrified (laughs) that I was going to die on the side of the road. Cause like, if I were to pull over and ask for directions, I wouldn't know what the hell they were saying. Like, I would be like, no, no, we're going to have to find a pen and paper. I'm going to have to write this all down. And you're going to tell me every street name I'm passing along the way. Like, I couldn't. It was just so. This, this almost broke up my marriage before I was married because we did an internship in L.A. And oh, we were working in a movie production studio and we had to be runners. And they were like, here's the Thomas guide, which I don't even know if that still exists, but there was this giant atlas of all the LA streets. And like, Mm -hmm. Lauren and I would take turns who had to drive the car to do a delivery or do a pickup. And I was like, Lauren, you have maps internalized. Like you're a human GPS before that term exists, or at least before Mm -hmm. I'm aware of it. Mm -hmm. I I lose my mind doing this. And she's like, well, no, you have to do half of it. And it was was real borderline for us back then because (laughs) I was so mad because I would come back like, and you could see that like, oh, here's a young kid who has been crying for the past hour and a half while he drove around Los Angeles. It was, I was driving to famous people's houses, but still like would come to them with my face like red and tear stained because of how terrifying it had been trying to find. I would stop like 55 times. I would go the wrong direction over and over again. It was so bad. I love GPSs. That's all I'm saying. And I'm jealous that my kids get to learn with them. (laughs) The Thomas guide, by the way, for LA came in two, two volumes. There was like the, Mm. you know, central city or, or like North and then South. It was sort of like and the mapping was crazy, like a uh, C map seventeen dash three, and then you would go to that one, and it like it was nuts. Like I can't imagine that L A is like the worst possible place to go if you have direction stuff because there's no landmarks. Oh there's not like mountains, you know, unless you're unless you're in Hollywood or, or you know in the central kind of or, or excuse me the like near the valley where you've got the that the mountain San Gabriel's right there, you know, that split LA and it's just, Oh, ah, it's the worst. So I, my heart goes out to you. I'm glad you lived. I'm glad everything happened and it's all, it's all good now. Lux. <laughs> Everything's too. fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I, You're honestly, safe. Now. The thing that I worry about now is, is like, they have to learn. Like I want them to learn to drive with a GPS on because I think some drivers like stare at it way too long and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. mostly let's look at the road and not stare at the screen. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Your car is like nothing but screen, though. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that one I, I don't mind if you stare because it's driving itself. I have been thinking about. <laughs> I've got I've got three years to go, but like. I don't know that I own a car that I'm willing to let my kids learn to drive on. That's as much as I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I care more about their health. Yeah, really. I, I wouldn't yeah. start with that one. Suddenly the rental mm-hmm. starts to seem so. like maybe a good idea. <laughs> maybe that was a good idea, John. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to get one of those 82 Chevy Malibus. There you go. Yeah. Save your life. Save your kid's life.